Well, today we're going to do a different kind of meditation for those of you who are not familiar with the Nijuan school. <coughs> Excuse me, we're not a silent school. And our belief is that once through the power of our chanting and connection with the Lotus Sutra, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, that we are able to realize the reality of all things. And one way of doing this is through our chanting. And fundamentally, I would say that it's the same that you would hear from every other Buddhist, whether they are silent or not. Um, but our ultimate goal is happiness through compassion and loving kindness and our ability to interact with the world. So through the power of chanting, this is how we elevate our wisdom, our morality, and our ability to be present. Chanting allows one to, um, as I'd say, uh, come to a place where you're focused so much on chanting the words, getting the rhythm correct, being able to chant in harmony with others that you're easily able to create community. It takes a lot more work than that, but the chanting allows you to harmonize with others on a very fundamental level without even knowing who they are. Um, and I can tell you truthfully that when I was in the monastery with these uh, other women that I had never met before, by the time we were done with our training, we were lifelong friends and still continue our connection, even though we don't even speak the same language. Um, so it's a very deep and profound way of connecting with other beings. And even my dogs love it, cats love it. Um, and you can find, if you have animals, they like the sound of the chanting. And many will come and join you at the time. My dogs do regularly, except they like to howl when they hear the bells and the drums. So today you will experience a very basic kind of practice. We will have a few minutes of silence to prepare ourselves to enter into it. What you have in your hands is uh, what you would do on a beginner basis. I'm going to change it just a little bit so that we're not constantly silent, chant, silent, chant. We'll do the silence, we'll chant, and we'll change the way we chant as we go through up until we get to a pretty brisk pace. And then um, we'll slow all the way down and come back to a period of silence. And then I will offer a, a healing prayer for all of you to take with you. Any questions of how to pronounce the chant, right? But I'm not sure it's, I don't think I know it's not in there. The chant is what you see in the middle of the brochure. <coughs> and I think it's spelled out in the written part. But we are chanting Namu, which means devotion or respect for Myoho uh, Denge Kyo, which is the title of the sutra, the Lotus Sutra. Myoho means wonderful or mystical uh, Dharma. Renge is lotus flower. Kyo is sutra. So it says basically the sutra of the lotus flower of the wonderful dharma. A thing you might want to keep in mind, <coughs> Renge meaning lotus flower is symbolic of cause and effect. 
because it's the only plant in botany that produces a flower and seed at the same time. And so we liken that to the fact that, number one, whenever you make a cause through thought, word, or deed, the effect is immediately there, even though you may not see it. Second, the lotus flower grows in a muddy swamp, and much like our own lives, that we need the mud in order to produce a beautiful life because these are the challenges that we go through. And a lotus coming through the mud swamp, if you notice, never has a drop of mud on its petals. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Wonderful also, uh, myo, excuse me, myo also means to open. So if you consider that, myo means to open your heart, your mind, and your circumstances. So that's another function of what happens to you when you're chanting. So if you will, put the fingers of your left hand and place them on top of the fingers of your right. And if you're familiar with the pictures of the Buddha, you'll see that he's sitting upright, fingers left over right, completing the circle with your thumbs, your head centered squarely over your body, as your back is upright, your eyes lightly closed. To begin breathing in slowly and deeply through your nose and breathing out slowly and completely through your mouth. As you're breathing in, you may put the tip of your tongue to the top of your mouth to establish a deeper connection. You may also count to eight if that makes it easy for you. Hold for the count of four. Breathe out to the count of eight. And keep your focus on your breath so that you're able to establish a pattern that is long, slow, gentle, and deep. period of time is to strengthen the connection between the mind and body as well as to purify it in preparation for chanting.
now place your hands in Dasho. Resting the heels of your hands against your breastbone. This should be a very relaxed position. It's not calisthenics. So that you can gently feel the energy flowing through your body. We're going to begin chanting first by splitting the Odamete, which is what we're chanting the title, into two parts. So initially you'll take a breath and chant Name Nyoho, a breath, Renge Kyo. And we'll do that for a couple of minutes. Then we will take a breath and go into Name Nyoho, Renge Kyo, her breath. And then gradually build to a faster speed where we're kind of singing together and we go faster. So please join me when you feel
No. 
place them back into my meditation position. As we now begin silent meditation, we deepen our connection to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, our teacher, teachings, and community on whichever faith path you follow. And in this period, connect with whatever came up for you as you were chanting. As you continue your breath, long, slow, gentle, and deep. Remember that the prayer for a meal also means to open and open your heart.
the eternal universal Sangha enfolds you. The eternal Dharma inspires and enlightens you. The eternal Buddha teaches and guides you. Eternal compassion encircles you. I am one and all is well. As we begin this inner healing process, let me invite you to relax in quiet confidence, opening yourself to the wonderful healing power of the Dharma. Symbolize the unity of your thinking and feeling nature by touching your chest with your right hand and allow my words to act as your own for your own inner acceptance and receptivity. I acknowledge the three treasures, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, sources of compassion, wisdom, intelligence, and love. I am in the midst of them, and they are in the midst of me, sensitive and responsive to my every thought, word, action, and feeling. I now make this true for myself by saying aloud, I acknowledge. Acknowledging the Dharma working through my life, I admit that I am personally responsible for solving my own problems while being guided and assisted by the intelligence and the wisdom of the Dharma. As I am ready to surrender the conflicts of my ego to the wisdom of the Dharma, I simply speak these words, I surrender. Knowing that forgiveness is the key to unconditional love and the feeling of peace, I now unconditionally forgive anyone and everyone who has ever injured me in any way, real or imagined. And now I forgive myself for all my mistaken judgments and their resulting actions. From my deepest level of understanding, now I say, I forgive. Realizing that I continue to experience the effects of my own thinking, I now choose to allow my practice of the Dharma to recreate me deeply, filling my mind with thoughts that are constructive, positive, loving, and beautiful. I call upon this inflow of Dharma by stating aloud, I choose. I now center upon that one special idea that I'm willing to accept as real for me in this coming week, visualizing the idea as already acted upon and brought to pass. In seeing my idea become a fact of my experience, I enjoy the happiness and peace of my thought fulfilled and gratefully speak these words. I accept. Knowing that I have taken refuge in and have a place in the midst of the three treasures which sustain all things, as well as the support of all those around me, I allow myself to relax in the peace of fulfillment and gratitude and say, I release. Now, in my mind's eye, I envision the presence of someone near and dear to me, a family member, a friend, a mentor. 
who has touched my life in deep and loving ways. Someone who is not physically present in the room at this moment. And I turn toward that image in my mind and say, I am grateful for the good in your life. I now open my eyes to the world around me and turn joyfully to the person next to me and share my gratitude and confidence by saying, I am grateful for the good in your life. I'm grateful for the good in your life. Thank you. I'm grateful for the good in all of your lives. <laughs> so if you have any questions, comments, Well, it was put together with input from all of us around the world who do this, um, the way that we're doing this now. It's a new form um, to take into account breathing, the focus on the breath, and also uh, we didn't do the one piece because it's hard for new people to do is uh, where everybody chants at their own pace. And so what you have is chaos. <laughs> It's actually quite wonderful to try to maintain your focus while everybody around you is chanting uh, a different speed or even a different rhythm for that matter. Um, so it's, it's in some ways an experiment to see what works. Um, it's been around for generations and you will hear people chant at different paces and not only the title, but the entire sutra itself. So there's something that happens with the rhythm that really does something to you physically. So especially if you come to it with heavy emotional loads, for example, or if you're laughing because uh, we believe that you can just come at it where you are, exactly where you are. So I know for myself, uh, my personal experience with anger when I'm angry and chanting, I get really loud and, you know, I'm screaming my head off <laughs> and the rhythm is just, <laughs> but once it's all out, it starts to calm down. So you could feel the energy flows through your body. Um, we're not specifically uh, studied as much as silence meditators. I think that's going to change as more people become aware that more people chant as Buddhists rather than are, are strictly silent um, because you can see the changes in brain waves with silence. And I would submit to you that you could see the changes also as well when people are chanting. Um, we have several hundreds of priests who are engaged in what we call uh, a ragyo practice, which is a hundred day ascetic practice. And involving less sleep and lots of chanting and lots of ice cold mountain water, um, which they throw over their body seven to nine times a day. Uh, but it's the chanting that is driving them. And you could really see what they're able to access after they're done. Um, 
some of them, when they will do blessings for you, you can feel the hairs just rise on your body because their ability to transmit that energy, that electricity is, is very profound. So, other questions? Yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it sometimes it's a testosterone um, project because women don't get involved in the 100-day ascetic practice. Um, I ask about that <laughs> because I wanted to know why they didn't have any women who did it. And I was told uh, that the damage physically uh, from living like that, because it runs from November to February, which is part of the coldest part of the year in, in, in Japan. Um, and so they lose an incredible amount of weight. So they're afraid that it would harm a woman's ability to bear children in the future. But there are lesser courses for women, so <laughs> you don't have to do that. But all of us do the water purification with the ice water uh, at various stages of our training. And it's always the odd numbers. And I know when I have done it with men, it's been a competition because uh, they're always wanting to see if you can keep up with them. You know, so they're always, I can do it 11. So, you know, there must be something else to it other than that, I'm sure. So if you are familiar with other forms of Japanese Buddhism in particular, because this is a Japanese form, um, Zen, Pure Land, and Nichiren Buddhism all come from the same root. They're all based on the Lotus Sutra, even though uh, Nichiren is the only one that maintains the Lotus Sutra as its primary text. But you will find that the Zen practitioners and Pure Land practitioners can also and do chant various portions of the sutra because the, the root is there um, pretty much the same. Any other questions? Thank you.